0: Hello my friend, this is Clyde It's more than a word, it is a blessing Psalm 29 verse 11 says The Lord will give strength to his people The Lord will bless his people with peace There will never be any peace until God is seated at the conference table That is the opening line of a song from the last century by the same title One more trivia The United Nations was formed in 1945 with 50 nations signing the charter that brought it into existence. The main purpose of this international organization is to maintain international peace and security. That's an ambitious goal. Do you think that there is some wisdom in the opening line of the song? What can God do about world peace, about peace in the local city, about peace in your life? We could start anywhere, but let us start out. And move in. It is estimated that there are about 40 wars going on at this present moment across the world, such as the ones in Afghanistan, in Syria, and in Iraq. Millions of people die annually from wars of one kind or the other. Then there are wars on a local level that is reflected in gang wars in many cities, conflicts related to drugs and money and power. Even more closely, there are wars in some marriages domestic violence, tensions, the world needs peace, our cities need peace, our schools need peace, our marriages need peace, each of us needs peace. The text tells us that the Lord will bless his people with peace. God recognizes that peace is a missing ingredient of human life, which dates back to the conflict between Cain and his brother Abel that resulted in tragedy. The text is making a point that peace comes from God and it is a blessing. It is not something that is automatic. The Bible is direct in ascribing peace as something that comes from God. In fact, you might remember that verse which says, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Catch this, Prince, peace Jesus is the Prince of Peace the peace that Jesus offers comes at a high price later in the same section of the Bible it is said that the punishment for our peace was upon him Jesus simply put when Jesus was crucified he died so that humans could experience real peace at this point I'm going to say something without fear of contradiction Real peace comes only from Jesus. The Charter of the United Nations is an ambitious effort and it has achieved peace in different areas. But this 76-year-old organization is still working hard at achieving world peace. It seems elusive. And there are numerous efforts from governments and private sector organizations that collaborate to not just promote peace but to bring about peace in local communities. But I stand by what I said Real peace comes only from Jesus. If you don't believe me, let us listen to what Jesus himself has to say. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. Listen to what he is saying. He is not saying that he is offering peace at the conference table as good as that as that is what he is saying is that he is offering peace to each person to each person who sits at the conference tables who get together with other persons politicians civic leaders to the couple who is always fighting jesus is offering peace at the human level Jesus says that you are going to experience conflict in so many different ways. Conflicts are destructive. They rob you of happiness and joy. They create rifts between people at all different levels. Conflicts are inevitable because the heart of human being is full of evil against each other, which promotes conflict. Jesus knows all of that. He knows that right now you might be experiencing your own conflict in your home, at the workplace, in your church. And he says to you, let me give you my peace, the real peace that this world with its best efforts cannot give you. Let us be honest. We live with it daily. Why is there racism, for example? Because one race hates the other race and feels that the other group is inferior. As a result, there is always tension between them. There are siblings who fight among themselves for silly reasons, spouses who struggle with insecurity or jealousy, or they feel that they are in charge, or for so many other reasons, people are always fighting. Why don't we get along? Simple. We're busy trying to fix things between us, but Jesus says that the best of man's effort is not sustainable. We fix the conflict now and then down the road something else turns up or the very thing we thought we had fixed resurfaces. Do you see or do you hear what Jesus is saying to each of us? I am the only one who can give you peace. Look at his peace. He says that his peace replaces totally all the turmoil in your life, all the fear. Jesus' peace cancels the forces in your life that causes you to be afraid. And if the truth be told, Jesus did not offer to remove those issues that cause conflict. No, he did not. Rather than make it so easy, he offers peace to each of us while we live with and deal with conflicts, while we are in the midst of fighting among ourselves. He told his followers that conflict is inevitable at all levels, but instead of living in fear, tap into him and accept peace that he offers. So how do we get that peace? How do you get that blessing? I have one simple answer for you. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. Put your trust in God. Put your trust in the Prince of Peace.